0: That was Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth on the call there in Seattle last night. The Chiefs and the Seattle Seahawks, the Hawks, clinchers of the fifth seed in the NFC, there for you guys, and um, one of the more dangerous teams
1: going into the postseason is not right there. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you said, uh, defense will will definitely travel throughout the playoffs um, because they're they're a wild card team, and you have a a solid veteran quarterback who. Is no, is no rookie to, to the playoffs. Absolutely, here. And we welcome you guys
0: here inside of our broadcast booth. Myself alongside co host Sherry Rojas here on the Sebi Podcast Show, streaming on WNSC Radio here. Whether you guys are listening on air or online, Sebi Podcast is wherever you go. We've got a fun, fun filled action here in, in week 16. You know, we'll go ahead and give our weekend observations and also touch on some of our favorite Christmas stories. Movies, yes, that that's right, indeed. Um, I'm excited to to hear some some of the ones that you got there, Jared.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and of course, talk about the dynamite plays by Andrew Luck and Nick Foles. But it's all coming up here in Sebby's podcast. But first, we'd like to go ahead and talk about some of our sponsors here revamp barbershop ricky and the gang located on the campus of ucf revamp barbershop if you want to get your hair next haircut you might want to go and check out ricky and the gang discount tire shop and Haifa hookah lounge the official partners of sebi podcast And we welcome you guys back here on the Sebi podcast show here on WNSC radio. You you know what's interesting to me, Jared? You know what's interesting? Um uh, there was always Bonnie and Clyde, um you know, uh, being sidekicks. There's always Batman and Robin, uh LeBron James and D-Wade. And but you know, sometimes you know, you can there there always has to be a successor. There always has to be the heir pair. Well, for the Indianapolis Colts, you know, the man for years inside that dome has been Peyton Manning for all these years. And Jim Ursay as the coach's owner, let Peyton Manning walk in 2012 after that season. And that might have been one of the worst things he's done. But hasn't he been blessed to have the number one overall pick in Andrew Luck? I mean, has he blessed? I mean, that's just... Put it into perspective what he's done this season, leading the Colts to winners of eight of their last nine, currently in the sixth spot in the AFC. It's safe to say, you know, the Colts are, are, are blessed to have Andrew Luck. I know he's not Peyton Manny. He'll probably be never never be Peyton Manny. But sometimes you really don't need a sidekick. Sometimes there has to be
1: a successor and hair pairing
0: and that's where Andrew Luck's been for that Colts organization
1: yeah yeah I mean you look at it and this is a guy who obviously came into the to the league the number one pick um and fighting through some injuries a lot of the national analysts um started to call him out you know count count, count out um Andrew Luck and, and and what he's done but he's too talented you, you you can see right now he doesn't even have premier weapons you know T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack are are very good players but you know He's he's making do with what he has, and if he can get into the playoffs this year, which is going to be a big matchup next week, um, it's it's, it's going to be good for Andrew Luck's uh, legacy there and, and Indianapolis. I re- I really would like to see him take a take a Super Bowl home. Absolutely, I, I, I'm calling it right now. I, I think they're going to go into Nissan Field
0: next week in Tennessee and, and and beat the the Titans and remain as a sixth seed um, in the AFC. I, I I know the Titans got the. Um, Got the division last year and actually a wild card, excuse me. Um and, and and Mariota's been really good for them. But I just think the way that the Colts right now are rolling with Andrew Luck under center. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And you can say whatever you want, really. You can say whatever you want about Andrew Luck. Oh, he's bad for the locker room. Uh Jim Mercer and the coaching officials and and the Colts don't really like him. Oh, he's injury prone. He's got the back, the the the, 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 the concussions, and this, this, and that. The Colts will are better. The Colts will forever be better with number 12 under center.
1: No, yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, you can, yeah, like you said, you can knock whatever, but you can't, you can't knock wins and the guy wins. So, I mean, next week is going to be, it's going to be a great game. It is going to be a great game because Tennessee, I don't know how that, that they've stuck around like this for so long, but Mariota continues to put his team in the position to to move on to the playoffs and you know with me being a Jameis Winston guy I've never really thought high of, of Mario to play. <laughs> he has the he, he has the maybe maybe the bunch should the drafty Mario that one and that'll that'll always be the debate but um you know I think that right now it's a, it's Mario the second head coach um defensive minded you know and Mike um, that's right Yep, yep, and, and they, they've they got it going on in Tennessee, and if they can somehow stop Andrew Luck and the Colts next week and sneak into the playoffs, I mean, w- what else can you say about, about about the Titans? They've done it back-to-back years, and last year they even knocked out the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, they won right? a playoff I mean, game. Yeah, they won a playoff yeah. game. Yeah, and so, I mean... Yep, you, ne- you never know how it goes, but I mean, this is going to be a great week 17, especially with that matchup.
0: Absolutely, that that actually features and highlights um, the week 17. That's going to be a Sunday night game down there in Tennessee, there for you. But but back to Andrew Luck here. I mean, this is a guy that, that I mean, he's phenomenal coming out of of Stanford, the the you know, consensus number one overall pick. He had uh, Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh's brother, in Stanford, and we know he went to. Uh, the 49ers, the year that Luck got drafted. Um, and, and this guy, Andrew Luck, he can make every throw, any throw he wants. I mean, he inside the numbers, he can throw outside the numbers. Um, he can run. He's, and people think to uh, uh, forget how big he is. He's a legit 6'4, 240. So he can take the hits. He's mobile. He's got a cannon of an arm. I mean, it, it, I, look, Aaron Rodgers has a fantastic
1: arm, but. When you talk about some of the strongest arms in the NFL, Andrew Luck's arm is right there. Yeah, but he has all the intangibles. And plus, he's got the highest IQ would of any quarterback, I believe. But, I mean, he's smart, physical, like you said, can throw. I mean, and this dude is playing with... With a rebuilding roster, right? This roster right. is not
0: good. Yeah, they 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 got to re- revamp the uh, offensive line. That's kind of helped them out, and, and and only pretty much one main target, uh, the deep threat in, in T Y Hilton that he's had to work with.
1: No, yep, and 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 Eric Ebron, who was also a great pickup by that by that Colts team. Yeah, for the line. I mean, right, right. Yep, he's been a red zone target for for Luck, and i uh, been been a big part of the of the winning streak that they went on, and. Maybe the, the playoff run that they'll go on. Absolutely, yeah. Eric Ebron. I know he left the game yesterday, but he's tied
0: um, for the league leading in receptions and touchdowns with 12 touchdowns. You see, he's been a superb red zone target for Andrew Luck. There, um, Max Kellerman uh, from the First Take show on on First Take, him and Stephen A. They had a debate, and, and Max said something pretty interesting that might surprise a lot of people about the Colts' superstar quarterback. Let's take a listen. How bad Andrew Luck is.
1: Andrew Luck will fulfill his, the prophecy, Stephen A. He will spend time in his career as the number one quarterback in football. That day is coming. Andrew Luck will fulfill that potential. He'll be the best player in the game one day, not too long from now. I don't disagree.
0: That was Steve, uh, that was Max Kellerman and Stephen A debating there on first take there he's claiming that andrew luck one day will fulfill that promise that he will be the best quarterback in the nfl i mean uh, you still got your brady's breeze and Rodgers of the world but um is that too far-fetched to think about
1: no i mean well you look at it and and the three guys that you just named are the are the consensus top three picks of best quarterbacks in the nfl and how many more years do they have it in them i'm pretty sure that that they'll begin to decline and maybe even retire before Andrew Luck uh, takes over that that number one spot. But I mean, it's hard to disagree with. I mean, you can't really find any any too bad film on on Andrew Luck. I mean, he he he, he never really plays that bad. He's had to deal with some injuries, but Andrew Luck is is a is a, is a sure is a sure go guy, man. I I, I, I love I love Andrew. Luck. I do too. He's a phenomenal guy,
0: great quarterback, and I'm excited to see the progression he is. Colts are definitely. Are in the driver's seat for the next uh, decade there at quarterback under center with him, and and, and now it's the season of giving, you know. It's the season, and 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 perhaps St. Nick had come early this year for the Eagles, you know, a day before Christmas. Wentz goes down, maybe this miracle ride of Nick Foles comes back again uh, for the Eagles. Yesterday, what he did in a comeback win against the Texans, he threw for 471 in four scores. That's right, 471 yards. That is a Eagles franchise record. That's better than Donovan McNabb. That's better than Randall Cunningham. That's any, better than any Eagle quarterback ever in the history of the Eagles franchise. And perhaps, of course, St. Nick might have hit Philly early. If the Eagles get in, how dangerous can the defending champs be
1: I mean I I have nothing bad to say about Nick Foles after what he did last year and now he's coming back again and if he even thinks of doing what he did last year one more time I don't know what I'll do Nick Foles so far has shown improvement from even last season because he he has been looking so sharp and so good in these past few games that I mean who's gonna beat him The, the 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 Philadelphia front seven has been Superb shut down Jared Goff and in the Rams and a huge game. <laughs> I offense. mean, yes, yes, and and I just think that Philadelphia that's not a team that that you want to see in the playoffs, especially with Nick Foles <laughs> right now. That's I mean he's playing like a like a top five quarterback in the past two years, and because he hasn't really had that many bad games really opposed to the beginning of this season. But I mean, you look at it, the front seven is peaking right now. Nick Foles, I mean. How, how, how much longer are we going to see this? I mean, is he going to continue to be the backup or is he going to go and start somewhere? Well, well, this, this is a very good
0: question to ask. You know, I know this is a short sample size and a lot of teams don't get a lot of film watching Nick Foles because it's a short sample size. Because when you think about the Eagles, you, you game plan for Carson Wentz. Well, now you actually have to game plan for two quarterbacks because when Nick Foles comes into the game, teams aren't really playing him as in terms of a backup. They're playing him as a legit starter. And that's another element and dynamic that defenses have to game plan for, and, and, and that's tough. And and you see the progression when when Wentz is under center uh, for the Eagles, you see all the intermediate passes. Yes, he's got an arm as well. Yes, he's got all the talent. His favorite target is Zach Ertz, who led um, who had an NFL record yesterday, breaking Gronk's um, single season receptions uh, catches for a um, tight end. And, but when Foles comes into the game you see the downfield vertical ability you see the deep throws to Aguilar, jeffries alshon jeffries who's been non-existent in offense and all of a sudden he's been resurgent just because of nick Foles. so when doug peterson has a guy like nick Foles who believes in him and and teams don't have film and, and have a big sample size on how to game plan for nick Foles, that's a dangerous thing wouldn't you say
1: Oh yeah, and you gotta think that some of these players might even play a little harder for, for for Nick Foles, especially because of what he did last year. You know, you can kinda of feel it in that in, in that building again, you know, you, you can feel it happening again. And if it does, I mean that's just I mean, that's extraordinary. You mean you bring back Darren Sproles is back, and he's playing at a high level. And I mean, you just have so many targets across the field with urge You have Golden Tate, who really hasn't been used to his to to, to, right. to most of his ability. That's Right. And I mean that, and that's another playoff sleeper, man. Golden Tate. Some of these Eagles players. I mean, I think that they're gonna go hard, and you know that the the energy that Philadelphia has has been different between other teams and other even playoff teams from last year. You know, the underdog mentality that that they had. I really hope that they bring that back, especially, but. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun postseason because of teams like the Eagles and, and, and Seahawks, you know, stuff that we saw yesterday. Right, right, right. Well, they, they're going to need some help. I, I think yeah, you can book it. They're going to beat the Redskins week
0: 17. Um, the Redskins are in disarray right now without any stable quarterback. Yeah, but they're going to need some help. They need the Vikings to to get in because the Vikings did beat them head-to-head this season um, in Lincoln Financial Field. But they're going to need some help. And, and, and it, But if they do get in, that Eagles magic may continue. Um, Here's the cast here on Good Morning Football. And and, and one of the cast, um, Eric, said something pretty interesting and his thoughts about the Eagles and if Nick Foles and the Eagles get into this postseason. Let's take a listen here.
1: Santa Claus, he's coming tonight, he's coming down the chimney, the magic is there, I believe in Nick Foles the exact same way, and so do the teammates, so do the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Mills has become the sort of spokesman for the defense, tweets after the game, Foles, 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 got 5,000 retweets, they got a shrine, the defense lights <laughs> it, you know, it's there's. I feel like Carson Wentz's mom, and Nick Foles' dad, and a lot of people on Christmas Day, their parents are divorced, mine where you go to mom's house, you go to dad's house, sometimes there's just a different energy and there's a different magic and there's a different caliber of presents and there's a different special christmas day they believe in dad so much this is a different team that's one's a great place this is a different team in december with folks. they're gonna beat the redskins next week yeah. that's done they're winning that game the questions they're gonna get help i believe i agree with you sir.
0: that was uh one of the casts there on football <laughs> there <laughs> it's pretty animated with that uh right right there jared
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, he really is buying into that into that uh Eagles hype and you know it's hard not to. I mean you see you seen him one last year and although I'm not the biggest Eagles guy, you know what I mean? I'm a Bucks guy, we had our little rivalry, but you know, it's a it's a good thing going on in, in Philadelphia right now. It's fun for the NFL, it's fun for Philadelphia and
0: I'm loving it. Right, right, right. They're definitely drinking a Kool-Aid um Eagle Nation out there in Philly. <laughs> and it's gonna be interesting because, you know, come December time, I guess that's the time that uh they, they start peaking. And that's that's on um, frankly, that's that's the time that NFL teams should be peaking. You wanna be playing your best football in December in the cold weather heading into January. And we'll be back here on a commercial break. You are listening to the Sevi podcast show here on WNSC Radio. And Joe here on the WNSC Radio here. Weekend observation time. Weekend observation. We'll start off in New Orleans. The Saints clinch home field throughout the NFC. Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Ingram. The Saints beat the Steelers. The Saints, are they the favorites in the NFC? And on the other side. The Steelers, outside looking in, and perhaps missing the playoffs. What's your thoughts on there?
1: I mean, if you're the Seahawks, it's it is real. Un- I mean, if you're the Steelers, I'm sorry. It is it is really unfortunate because you guys they played it they played a great game yesterday, and that's against you know a top a top NFL offense, and it's hard to keep up with those. You know, even even with your defense playing the way that they were the past few games or or whatever, um, it's it, it is hard, and you're probably going to miss playoffs because of it, but. You, you you didn't win in the beginning of the year, and that and that and that affects you. Okay, now now onto the Saints. It's 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 a great thing that they have going on because Drew Brees. I don't. I mean, he's probably got a good three or four more years left. But I would love to see him take another one, or to to t- take another uh nf uh, a Super Bowl trophy home. But I mean, is it going to happen? I, I le- like you like to say. I love the I love the defense. Okay, I love to see a a, a strong defense like like last year, Philadelphia. Um, you know, throughout the whole playoffs, you know, so snapping all, all, all playoffs. Drew Brees is he able to keep up with every team that comes through the, the Superdome? Well, well, let's find out. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna be so excited to see the LA Rams in there and a few and another good team going through the the Superdome.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good teams, the, the Bears, the, the the Seahawks that are peaking at the right time. As well and, and it's unfortunate For the Steelers Because what we're Going to remember Is is the Le'Veon saga And I think they Really miss Le'Veon Bell James Conner was Really good for them This year Don't get me wrong Physical running back And he, he benefited Off of a great uh, Offensive line That the Steelers got But the things That Le'Veon Bell Can do for you There You can't replace that What he does In the pass catching game What he does for you Run blocking And, and, and pass protection And running uh, sideline to sideline, how patient he is. I think that the Steelers are we, we really missed that going to the um, season here. And, and they've been one of the biggest disappointments this season to say.
1: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like to compare, you know, playmakers like Le'Veon Bell, playmakers like Alvin Kamara. And you could see it. You could see it on the field um, that 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 the Saints had one of those playmakers and the Steelers did not. And obviously that they have Antonio Brown. But coming out of the backfield, Alvin Kamara is, is is a different breed, as is Le'Veon Bell. And you could tell yesterday that the Steelers were missing him. And they've missed him all year. I, I, I agree with you there. Absolutely there. Weekend observation. The
0: Cowboys, the beast of the NFC East. They locked up the fourth seed. Now it's up to Dak and Zeke. No longer, no longer rookies. Now in their third season, looked upon as vets for that Cowboy offense.
1: What can they do now heading to the postseason? Well, you know, I sat there and watched the entire game yesterday. Um, and the Cowboys, to me, I don't know if you're if you're stopping these these playoff caliber teams. I just don't see it happening. The, the defense is good. It is. Um and, and that home field advantage is gonna is going be nice going going into the postseason, but well I mean, they're one home game they'll have. Um but I just don't I d I don't know. I'm not I do not know i am not i am not buying into the Cowboys. Dak Prescott just really hasn't impressed me. You have Z. If he carries the ball thirty times, you might have a chance. And that defense has to stick up strong. But yeah, I see I see teams like the Bears and and the Eagles and the Seahawks I see teams like that coming into there in the wild card round coming into Jerry's world and really just beating down the Cowboys who to me are not a playoff team I mean you look at you look at their division and the Eagles suffering through injury the Redskins doing the same thing and those are you know contenders in the NFC East and um yeah I just I, I don't think the Cowboys will be doing much in the postseason but Prove me wrong, Dak. Let's see what let's see what you got.
0: Prove him wrong there, and I agree with you. The defense is pretty elite. Um, you know their their front seven is as good as it gets. They have linebackers that can run sideline sidelines side with, uh, Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Uh, but there, there's just something about that offense. You know, if they. If, if they play time possession, they hand the ball to Zeke and they have success in the run game, maybe the play action can work downfield to Gallup or um, Amari Cooper, but Dallas is just missing that spark. And and, and we're going to learn a lot this postseason about Dak Prescott um, at, at home there for you, for, for the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones' team. Weekend observation. Saturday night, Jim Harbaugh, the Baltimore Ravens. Take a trip cross country to Hollywood, to LA. The Ravens, the top rated defense in the NFL, forced Philip Rivers to three turnovers. Lamar Jackson, 204 through the air, a touchdown to Andrews. The Baltimore Ravens sitting now, a division winner in the AFC North. What type of damage can Jim Harbaugh's unit do?
1: I mean, you. Like I said again, the defense is like you said, number one in the league. They're peaking at the right time, and it's it's fun to watch. But like I mean, same same thing with the Cowboys. You have an unproven quarterback, and I don't like those. Lamar Jackson is not is not making that that clutch throw that you need downfield, you know, like Aaron Rodgers or, or anybody like that. Um, and don't get me wrong, is the the Ravens are are are, are a, a snot-nose team, and they're fun to watch. I I enjoy them, but I just don't know if you're if you're going into a legitimate Playoff Super Bowl contenders, stadium, and winning a game in the playoffs. I don't. I don't see that happening at all. This kind of. This kind of reminds me of, of somebody named Tim Tebow. This 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 whole thing going on with with Lamar Jackson. Good defense, solid. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Not 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 a good offense. Good running game. Some some, some Yep. Some solid players on, on on that offense. Some solid offensive linemen. But, I mean, they could they they could win a playoff game there. Um, but I doubt it. As a wild card team, I don't. I well, don't buy any that hype whatsoever. Not, not that the, the, the Steelers are out. Oh, you're well. Still, they gotta go, and they're gonna play Week One or Wild Card at home, and then you gotta go face either who, who's gonna be Houston or, or New England or, or either the, the Chargers again. The the Chiefs, or the, or the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I mean, you look deep into the playoffs and, you know, like you said, teams like Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots, teams like that are really sticking out to me right now in the AFC. Um, but it is fun for teams like the Colts, you know. You always want an underdog to win. It was fun last year watching the, the Eagles win, but I, like I said, I think it'll resume this year. I think the bet playoff time and your boys are going to are going to are going to start snapping come playoff time. He hasn't he he, he hasn't been playing well per se but it's a different it's a different air in in the postseason and tom brady knows that air better than anybody in the entire world so we're gonna see what happens um you know in january but you know talking about these teams uh cowboys ravens let's let's see let's see something out of them like like we did the eagles last year it's gonna be fun to watch
0: well well for sure when you talk about lamar jackson He's going to be tested. You know, you're going to face Andy Reid. You're going to face Bill Belichick. And you're going to face these coaches that are going to make you one-dimensional. They're going to take away the running ability and force you to beat them inside of the pocket. That's where the true test for Lamar Jackson is going to be come January in the postseason. But you know what? I'm going to have to disagree with you. And here's why. Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, per se, is a... proven coach Um, and he's won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco and they've always been a great defense um, throughout his tenure out there as head coach of the Ravens and that defense is really good you know they went into the Chargers and they made them look pedestrian they made that 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 Chargers offense that looks explosive with Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams and And others, Tyrell Williams and and Melvin Gordon, they really shut them down and they made them look rather pedestrian. So I think that defense, like I said, defense travels. They can go to people's to to opponents' buildings and neutralize them. The problem is, is when opposing defenses neutralize the Ravens running game, what is Lamar Jackson is gonna do? And and I think that, you know, I've always said this as a Patriots fan, I don't want to face Baltimore. They always give us problems. Um, they, they can run the football, and they play really good defense. and And, and John Harbaugh he knows how to discipline his teams, and that's not a team that you want to face. And, and 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 we have to say, you know, much like, you know, uh, we were talking about, much like um, Nick Foles, the AFC doesn't have a lot of film on Lamar Jackson, so game planning for a guy like that is going to be difficult. You know, you don't know what to, you don't know what he's going to present to you. Um, being in that read option, being in the piston and in the read option uh, uh, type offenses that um, Marty Morningwig is running for the Ravens. You don't know what to expect, so the the Ravens will be tested, but don't be surprised if they do uh, uh, pull off some upsets.
1: All right, I see you, I see you, I see you. I mean, um, the home field, I mean, I just don't think it matters for them. I've just, I, I, I haven't felt the the, the winning mentality there the whole time. I mean, even when the Bucks went and played them, they didn't look like a playoff team. Um, last, I mean, obviously on Saturday night, they definitely look like a playoff team. But <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's gonna what's gonna happen going forward. But I mean, I do like that. Um, like you said, it's it's a it's a it's it's new there. Lamar Jackson is bringing some hype to to Baltimore, and he has all year. And I don't, he hasn't lost a game yet. I don't think. And, you, yeah, you know, it's to the, gonna be fun. Chiefs, to, so he's a four and one as a starter. 4 and 1 but I mean and that and that's still fantastic. So I mean we'll see we'll, we'll see what's going on in in, in playoff time. Yeah. It's it's, it's going to be fun. This it's, it's, it's going to be fun to see what these playoff teams can do, especially the the, the the wild card teams that we're talking about right now that are so fun to watch and and and, and all that.
0: Right, right, right. Well, he she technically should have been 5 and 0 if uh, they held on there in Arrowhead. So and five-star Lamar Jackson has really been great here. And we'll be back here on the Sebi Podcast Show. You're listening to Sebi and Jared Rojas here on WNSC Radio. And we're back here on the show here on WNSC Radio here on the Sebi Podcast Show. This is the season this is the season, indeed. The Christmas is right around the corner, about 24 hours from now, right? Isn't that right? I believe
1: less than 24 hours. Hour. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's exciting. It's you can you can you can't really feel it here in Florida, but you know it's always fun, and I can see different things going on, and you can tell it's Christmas, man. Indeed. So
0: I remember growing up, but uh, you know, being around this time, being all warm and uh, having the. Uh, feeling the warmth of family the food the gifts and, and and everything we tend to forget that christmas isn't really about the gifts it's about giving and and the birth of christ but you know we, we, we one of my favorite things was to spend time with the family and watch some christmas movies and i, I remember uh, me you know sitting on the couch and on you know, my dad's lap watching some christmas movies and so we want to go ahead and, and for the listeners and the viewers here and talk about our top three Christmas movies, and we'll start off with you, Jay.
1: Oh, all right. Um, I mean, the good old the good old Santa Claus is is, is always good. You know, I, I have a, I have a few di- different Christmas movies. I'm not much of a of a movie guy in general, but you know, certain movies like the um, the Elf with with Will Ferrell that's also that's also a good one. And you know, there's always there's always what Home Alone is is is, is another good one. There's there there is some good Christmas movies out there. It's probably some of my favorite movies are, 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 are Christmas movies, right? Well, well,
0: I'm, I'm I'm kind of upset that you know you uh, <laughs> you took some of my <laughs> my fix, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, number three for me would be uh um uh, it, it would be Elf. Um, Elf is a great movie. Um, you know, with with Will Ferrell, doesn't get better than that. You know, fun film action, the comedy. <laughs>
1: You know, oh yeah, that yeah, that's so, probably one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, so it Will Ferrell forever be one of the best um, actors, um, but Elf Elf was just a just a storyline of it, and 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 it, it just you know it made you feel happy watching it. Um, following that, um, I, I, The Pole Express for me. oh,
1: um, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you forgot about The Polar Express. For real, for <laughs> real. The Polar Express. um yeah you know it, you know christmas time and in the setting being in europe and england and having to get a golden ticket to get on the train and i used to think that um you know that i used to pretend that you know the willy wonka uh what do you call that like the little willy wonka um, Oh go the golden ticket type the, thing the golden tickets yeah or, or like you have to eat the chocolate to get the golden <laughs> ticket <laughs> uh, to get that so I, I wanted to pretend that um my mom used to get me like the little uh, chocolate, in a like a golden wrap. And I used to think that this is my golden ticket heading to the Polar Express at a young age. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, Christmas time, uh, uh, that was always a movie that intrigued me because the Polar Express was amazing because you had to get to the train uh, with the golden ticket just to get home and, and to experience Christmas. So that, that was always um a good one and 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 for me number one it, it has to be it has to be the first home alone um has to be the first one
1: right? yeah bro. It
0: is so <laughs> i mean family going into florida um to get away from the cold um the chaperone at home and and like the men is just like doing crazy stuff like the kid was just stupid bro. <laughs> i mean <laughs> he was just a boneheaded kid was a very boneheaded kid um who was hot-headed and didn't want to listen and um you know it,
1: it, that, that 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 has to be the creme of the creme for me oh yeah definitely and we're also forgetting the Grinch stole Christmas too oh, that's also a classic the, the Grinch that's right the Grinch stole Christmas I forgot about that one um
0: <laughs> that, that'd probably be number four
1: <laughs> no definitely some 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 good classics when we, we talk about Christmas movies right absolutely there
0: and folks what are your favorite christmas movies here um myself and jared shared ours and we want to wish our viewers and our listeners here on the show um a very merry christmas and happy holidays and entering the new year calendar year in 2019 um for all of us guys myself and jared rojas here on the sebi podcast show we want to say so long from now until next time here on WNSC radio and this is podcast I'm just kidding.